This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. Welcome to the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancast on Twitter or at Quincy Wheeler1. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFancast.com. Nothing has happened for the Cleveland Guardians in the break that I have taken since I started paternity leave. So I guess that means it was a good time to take a break. Uh, I'll be working on next week going through the highlights of the past season and we'll stop and appreciate if any moves take place with the winter meetings taking place. Who knows? You know, it, it seems like maybe the Guardians might wait till after the Rule 5 deadline, kind of see if there's anybody there they want to take and how that might affect who else is on the roster and who that might, they might want to deal. Or they might make a move before then. The biggest kind of rumor that came out related to the Guardians is John Morosi said that the uh, Guardians were one of the most active suitors for Sean Murphy, catcher from the Oakland A's, which, of course, everybody, including me, has been talking about for a long time. I saw some other uh, questionable accounts suggest they might be interested in Trey Mancini. Uh, Jim Bowden and a couple other folks have mentioned Josh Bell. So it's not necessarily a specific rumor connected to Josh Bell, just as it being a potential fit. And, of course, Paul Hoynes said that the Guardians had offered Jose Abreu a three-year deal, so that would seem to indicate that the Guardians are in on a first-base right-handed hitter to play first base in DH or first base in other positions to go along with Josh Naylor, which makes perfect sense. Adding some pop to the lineup is what Chris Antonetti said they wanted to do. Uh, Working on catcher, looking at maybe helping out with the pitching. Those are the three areas where they need to focus, and hopefully will they be spending their time. Notably, not much is happening overall in all baseball. Of course, the Astros added Jose Abreu, which isn't ideal because the Astros are great, and Jose Abreu likely makes them greater for at least 2023. Uh, one could question how long he'll hold up in three years. Will the last two years of that look a little rough? But at least this year should be pretty great addition to that lineup, which is unfortunate, and it does mean that the Guardians really need to focus on adding some help in the lineup, uh, as we all know needs to be the case. I, I did some looking at the, guy, the uh, guys that are still out there, potential trade or free agent targets, I wanted to take a look at their overall WRC plus against left-handed hitters at left-handed pitchers. I apologize. Left-handed pitchers. Cause we know the guardians need some help against left-handed pitchers, especially at first base. So uh, these are the WRC pluses of some players that I think will either be available during trade or are available in free agency. And uh, remember that a hundred is a league average hitter. So anything percentile wise above that shows you how much better they are against left-handed pitching. Uh, Sam Haggerty, he used to be a minor league hand for the guardians. He's really been crushing left-handed pitching for the Mariners 
He has a 162 career WRC plus against left-handed pitching, and he can play any position. Hasn't played first base yet, but seems like he can play any position competently. Wonder if that's the kind of guy that the Guardians might be able to pry free and get back if they need to. So just wanted to keep in mind there. Um, J.D. Martinez, I've been uh, thinking a little bit more about J.D. Martinez and how he might be able to be a fit on this team. I know that they likely don't want to add a DH only type, but is it possible as the season offseason goes on if JD Martinez falls in the like one year, 12 million range, something like that, you know, kind of saying, okay, I'm going to take a, a contract somewhere and maybe show that I still have it. Uh, that would be a great kind of veteran addition for this team to think about. So, uh, he certainly would absolutely kill left-handed pitching. He hit 175 WRC plus against left-handed pitching in 2022, even as he had kind of a down year. You know, you could give him some days off every week against right-handed pitching, especially if he could get a contract around $12 million, wouldn't feel bad about that. There are really no bad one-year deals for free agents, so I, I think uh, that's one to consider. Reese Hoskins, I doubt he's going anywhere from Philadelphia, but he does have that 145 WRC plus lifetime career against uh, left-handed pitching, and he's only under contract for one more year. So if the Phillies are interested, maybe you know in some kind of pitching move to shore up their pitching, and maybe they add Ahmed Rosario in the middle of that, something to keep in mind. Similarly, Alec Bohm who's a third baseman for Philadelphia, should probably be playing first base when you look at his defensive numbers. He's got a 137 WRC plus against left-handed pitching. So is it possible that the Guardians maybe could acquire him as a first baseman and maybe with the Phillies you give them a solution for third base? I, I thought maybe Gabriel Arias for Alec Bohm straight up might not be a terrible deal, especially if you can maybe speculate that Bohm might add some pop, uh, but you know it's possible that you already have what you need in Gabriel Arias and don't need Baum. I'm willing to admit that. Yandy Diaz, he has a 136 WRC plus against left-handed pitching for his career. Tampa's probably willing to move him. I know it seems kind of weird that the Guardians might consider trading for a player they once had, but man, so much about Diaz looks perfect for this team. You know, he can even Fill in at third base if you need to him a little bit. But that first base DH option who crushes left-handed pitching has a lot of back control. Doesn't have a ton of pop. That's the only thing that maybe you don't really want here. But pretty reasonable pop against left-handed pitching. Probably going to give you 15 homers if he hits against left-handed pitching all year long. That's one to consider. Evan Longoria was said to be willing to move to first base. He's got a career 132 WRC plus against left-handed pitching. Again, a one-year contract for Evan Longoria as a first base DH option. I'm really into that idea. Going along with that, Justin Turner, he's 38 years old, so there's risk in that. But he's got a 124 lifetime WRC plus against left-handed pitching. Again, a first base DH option who mostly hits against left-handed pitching but can help you against right-handed pitching. I think that's one to consider there and, and something that he's done for his whole career. Tom Murphy, uh, he had shoulder surgery. He's a catcher, so you really have to be sure that that shoulder's right. But he does have a 123 WRC plus against left-handed pitching for his career. 
So Seattle's catcher Tom Murphy is definitely, I'm sure, available in a trade. Just depends on what the health situation there is, and if the Guardians are like, well, he can be the catcher for a, you know at least part of the time. Uh, that would certainly be a guy who's got those numbers against left-handed pitching. Now, I want to note here, Josh Bell has a career WRC plus against, of, of 105 against left-handed pitching, and he's a switch hitter. But I will note the past two years, he had a 126 and a 127 WRC plus against left-handed pitching. So I think he's probably more the kind of guy you think of as a 120 against left-handed pitching. And also, I want to note that Josh Bell has a career walk rate of around 12 and only a, a strikeout rate of only around 18. So that's a pretty great thing to have in a guy who's a power hitter and a guy who can play first base. He's got that bat control. He's got that plate discipline that the Guardians like. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the kind of guy the Guardians are willing to give a longer deal with a little bit higher value than you might expect if they're really intent on improving that position. Just a name to keep an eye on. Will Myers, nice thing about Will Myers is he can play first base and the outfield. He's got a 119 WRC plus against left-handed pitching for his career. It's kind of the lower end of where I think things would be okay um, for them to upgrade, and it would be a significant upgrade. One other name, uh, well, maybe two other names that I'll mention here, but that's something to keep in mind. Uh, Trey Mancini has a career 112 against WR, uh, WRC plus against left-handed pitching. And that's not terrible. It's just not quite where I'd want it to be. He's obviously a great clubhouse guy from all reports. So somebody to keep in mind. I, th- I think that's the kind of guy that if some bigger options don't come to place, the Guardians probably revisit and bring him in. I could definitely see that being like a January, mid-January signing, and one that we wouldn't be absolutely blown away by, but feel pretty good about his chances of helping you out, especially on a one-year deal. That would be exciting to me. Sean Murphy, 114 WRC plus against left-handed pitching. The thing about Sean Murphy is that he's a catcher, and he's an elite defensive catcher, so he doesn't even really belong on this list so much because he's not really a lefty masher, though he's got good numbers against left-handed pitching. He's just a great player who would really help the team out, give you a great chance to bring Bo Naylor up without any particular pressure on him being great right away because you've got an elite defensive catcher who's a good hitter who you can play at DH and feel good about. Uh, Just makes sense in so many ways. Just feels like the Guardians should get it done. You know, even if it requires one of Valera Rocchio and one of uh, Bybee Espino or Williams, I think you get that done. Uh, Now, Brandon Drury has a career 101 WRC plus against left-handed pitching, but you can see he's made some adjustments in his swing, uh, put back in a leg kick that he had eliminated. And since he's done that the past couple years, he put a 136 and a 160 WRC plus against left-handed pitching in 2021 and 2022. So I do think that he's a pretty confirmed lefty masher overall. And the big thing about Drury is he can play any position. Me, I kind of feel like if the Guardians miss out on Bell, they might turn their attention to Drury and give Drury a three-year deal, which probably gets it done uh, because Drury can play any position. He's not really going to block anybody. So if young Kenzie Noel goes crazy and you want to bring him up to play first base with Josh Naylor, you can get Drury at, at bats in the outfield. You can get him at bats at infield positions. So that's a super valuable player to have. And, of course, other teams know that too, but this is an name I would keep in mind. 
Christian Walker, 107 WRC plus against left-hand pitching, but he absolutely crushed them last year. And, of course, he's elite defensive uh, first baseman. Doesn't sound like Arizona wants to move him, but that could be posturing on their part. Uh, that 36 home run season he had last season is, is really attractive for the Guardians in the middle of the lineup. So just one to keep in mind there. I didn't really go into Alejandro Kirk and Gabriel Marino from the Blue Jays, who are uh, catchers. I, I don't find it super likely that the Guardians are willing to give up that much prospect capital for them. Uh, having Bo Naylor on the roster, it would be even more than what they'd have to give up for Sean Murphy, in my opinion, uh, because of how young those guys are. Questionable with Kirk, but I think for sure they would have to give up more to get Marino than they'd have to get for Murphy. So I don't think that's super likely. But I did include that Danny Jansen has a career 83 WRC plus against left-handed pitching, which, again, is a huge improvement over what Austin Hedges is able to do against any pitching but probably not ideal for the Guardians. So I've begun to think maybe he's not really the option that the Guardians will go after. So there's some thoughts on where they are headed into this. Now, there's there's some options out there for pitching. It depends on what you like. Some people like Jamison Tyon. Some people like Ross Stripling. That's me. And, of course, there's the higher-end uh, options like Taiwan Walker and Nathan Eovaldi. I don't know if the Guardians are really going to get into that uh, depth of free agent pitching. I feel like it's more likely to get like a Ross Stripling type a little bit later in the season. But those are some names to keep in mind and we've talked about a little bit. I think the pitching market is probably going to move a little bit later. I do think coming up with winter meetings starting on Monday that we'll start to see, see some deals get done. Free agents who've been waiting are going to be saying like, all right, you know, we've had a chance to get everybody together. We've probably heard the deals that we're mostly going to hear, so they'll start moving. And, you know, Morosi said that the athletics want to move Murphy by the end of the winter meetings, uh, you know, so maybe the day after, the weekend after, they might move him. Uh, we'll see if that's correct, but I would suspect that you'll start to see some movement I would say that the Guardians probably want to solve the catching issue sooner rather than later. Get your catcher on the roster to go with Bo Naylor so you kind of know where you're going in that direction. If you're going to make a move for Sean Murphy and move a bunch of prospects, then you kind of can adjust from there. So I do think that this week will probably bring some clarity one way or another to that issue, and hopefully we'll have some exciting stuff to talk about. Otherwise, I'll be planning on talking about the... Uh, season that happened and my highlights of it, the games that I really appreciated looking back on them. And hopefully you'll have a chance to share with me any games that you really appreciated from the 2022 season. And uh, tell me about any ones that you think I missed that I should maybe talk about. And that'll be a great time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for putting up with this little break uh, that we had. Uh, enjoying time with my family, with Zaylee, our newest daughter, and Elliot and Augie, my wife, Chelsea and uh, looking forward to taking them to some baseball games in this coming year. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.